With tremendous respect for all the people that are working on this project, I, uh, I appreciate all that is being contributed. And psychology today is a very valuable, modern uh, uh, sharing of ideas. And uh, recently, uh, an article by Aaron Leonard, Dr. Aaron Leonard, uh, in the Psychology Today, talking about emotional intelligence and adulting. Now, I'm hopeful that I will be able to put a little trim tab contribution into this experience uh, that has been described, but that we are also acknowledging, I am, I am acknowledging that I'm I'm kind of alone in this effort uh, at this stage, uh, recruiting people to become aware that we're we are uh, you know gosh I guess I'm I'm attempting as best that I can to very sensitively distinguish between the large volume of literature calling this emotional intelligence that. For me, the concept of emotional intelligence leaves many emotionally eliminated for they feel, what's the matter with me? Why don't I have emotional intelligence? Aren't I intelligent? And I'm going to claim that this is homo sapien operating system. This isn't emotional intelligence at all. We're not talking about I'm smarter than you are. We're talking about we are collaborators. We are collaborators in an effort to describe how the mind is working, not I'm smarter than you are for I am intelligent about it and you are not. I think that the the unfortunate uh, stage of our awareness uh, has not yet acknowledged that emotional anatomy governs our thinking. This is emotional lensing. So intelligence looks at the brain through a lens of believing intelligence is the goal rather than understanding with through this lens of awe and wonder, that the des understanding the design of the organism is the goal. To be able to see that as a physician, I am making every effort to contribute to a language that is speaking to the design of the organism rather than claiming that someone is smarter than I am or that I am smarter than they are. We are collaborators in the same endeavor. Now, granted, the article points out very clearly uh, that regulating emotion is certainly a desirable outcome, that we would love to be able to navigate the ocean of emotion successfully and choose wisely amongst it that which is better and better. So emotional regulation does not mean, Aaron Leonard, PhD, Dr. Leonard says, Emotional regulation does not mean a person feels in control of her emotions at all times. Indeed, I'm suggesting we are 
investing in your confidence. The confidence that understands your emotional anatomy and is not arguing about whether or not this is intelligence. Certainly collaboratively, I believe we will reveal the magnificent intelligence designed into the organism, just as the James Webb Space Telescope is demonstrating the magnificence of collaboration within the Homo sapien operating system and the technical achievement that can occur as a result. But a person who experiences big emotions, Dr. Leonard says, may feel under-regulated, but can become regulated through recognizing and articulating feeling states. Well, that is true. Now, I'm, I'm going to suggest that becoming regulated is a free choice, that that becomes freedom versus the default emotional reflexes which are part of the organism as a result of betrayal traumas serially inflicted throughout life. And part of that betrayal trauma is the failure to describe accurately the understanding of how the mind works. So a person who experiences big emotion may feel underregulated and as a result then become motivated to develop a better understanding in, the, in order to make wise choices, which includes recognizing and articulating feeling states. Congratulations. Wonderful. Wow. I am recognizing and articulating feeling states. A person who cannot tolerate uncomfortable emotions, Dr. Leonard claims, unconsciously enacts defense mechanisms, deflection, detachment, victim stance, she points out. Well, you know, again, emotional intelligence is suggesting what? That I am responding unconsciously? I disagree. My experience here is that we are indeed very conscious of what we're going through and that default emotional reflexes very consciously form an uncomfortable emotional state that is unregulated and produces reflex reactions out of our control. Now, to call this deflection rather than an emotional reflex out of our control, to call this a detachment, yes, it can be, certainly. Dissociation is a phenomena that deals with very uncomfortable emotion. It dissociates into parts of the brain that learn to survive despite the fact that those uncomfortable emotions exist. She goes on to say, emotional regulation is the cornerstone of emotional intelligence. Well, all right, so that's an accurate definition of emotional intelligence, so to speak. But emotional intelligence 
is a dissociated, locked-in place that has forgotten the value of understanding the gratitude pathway, you see. The gratitude pathway is designed into the organism. It exists whether or not you call yourself emotionally intelligent. The gratitude pathway is part of the homo sapien operating system that becomes aware of freedom versus slavery. Now, Dr. Leonard points out that the cornerstones of emotional intelligence include empathy, emotional attunement, and social awareness, self-awareness, and emotional regulation. Now, these are all very valuable skills very valuable, and I agree, these are stages of understanding that would allow us to realize that it's difficult for people because it's a tug of war, it's a battle. The empathy is that we would realize that everyone is up against this same tug of war, this same very challenging battle. Now, frequently... These qualities do go hand in hand. They help each other out. Awareness, self-awareness is a, de- is a desirable skill that assists us in developing confidence in our ability to navigate the ocean of emotion. So understanding the homo sapien operating system as a description of emotional anatomy, not emotional intelligence, emotional anatomy, so that we can navigate the ocean of emotion. And rather than getting trapped believing myself to be smarter than other people, I am returning heart home grateful that I am becoming more aware of how it works so that I can share this realization with more people. Now, as a result, we are then not in any way arguing against emotional intelligence, for emotional intelligence becomes aware of the gratitude pathway and then freely choosing the gratitude pathway recognizes the design of the organization, intends for liberation through the lens of awe and wonder. So, a person who is able to identify, Dr. Leonard suggests, articulate what she is feeling, may be emotionally regulated. And that's very cool. That's a skill base and very important skill base. But it can also be a trap that would prevent us from being able to see more clearly and choose more wisely over the long haul of this Homo sapien species. We're only 200,000 years old, as I've mentioned before. We have yet to accept that we are a matriarchal species. Now, cool, Erin Leonard is a female, and she is certainly speaking the wisdom via her feminine character, and that is wonderful, and I'm glad for her, for she will do the better job of conveying to her own children not emotional intelligence, but a comfortable appreciation 
of emotional anatomy and see how that works for the intelligent person. Because unpacking, Dr. Leonard, unpacking uncomfortable internal conflict usually leads to understanding, insight, and self-awareness. And that's true. We call it talk story. Each of us now involved, personally significant to the future of the world, each of us is involved in articulating what we are feeling so that we may become emotionally regulated. And as a result, we do better in conversation. But rather than an unconscious concept in an individual who is out of touch with how and what they are feeling, Dr. Leonard says, that they may react instantly and unconsciously. Well, rather, let us make default emotional reflexes a conscious contribution to understanding the homo sapien operating system. You see that if there is a default emotional reflex that deflects and projects anything that makes me feel uncomfortable by warding off the threats to myself, to my own ego, she calls it, the I-go, the ego, the, the part of me that thinks I'm all that or is stuck in a modularity of thinking. So this type of person is unconsciously acting out, well, only unconscious because we have yet to contribute the concept of default emotional reflexes. This is growing awareness of default emotional reflexes that then produce an angry outcome or passive-aggressive or sabotaging, self-sabotaging or attacking those who confront us. You see, this is emotionally dysregulated, she is referring to. I'm saying it's emotionally unaware and that what we are doing is recruiting each other into an awareness that realizes personal significance to the future of the world through the free choices that each of us are making now to understand emotional anatomy, to recognize the whisper of hope that overcomes our dissociated, long-term, depressed, not caring, you know, eat, sleep, repeat lifestyles, that this is an opportunity for us to begin contributing to each other. Rather than claiming that these are unconscious defense mechanisms, they are default emotional reflexes inflicted upon us by serial betrayal trauma, for no one ever introduced us to default emotional reflexes, which, by the way, I come across, I come upon... Legitimately, I am assaulted by the dark side regularly. The dark side wishes to squelch any of my awareness and leave me stuck, even called unconscious, rather than stuck, prisoner, slave, to a combination of feelings over which I have no control. And then getting stuck, dissociated, detached, from her emotions, unable to talk about them. This is a phenomena 
of dissociation. This is not emotional ignorance. This is a phenomena that can be spoken of accurately on behalf of enhancing the homo sapien experience. But due to detachment, right, the inability to tolerate difficult feelings that protect us from the pain of our default emotional reflexes called detachment, called stuck in a box, called slavery. So freedom versus slavery becomes the beginning of understanding emotional anatomy and then navigating the ocean of emotion. Wow, I see it, but I am so disappointed in it's not turning out the way I wanted it to, for I am stuck in a dissociated part of the brain that was expecting it to turn out the way I wanted it to instead of discovering that this is homo sapien operating system assisting us in describing how the mind works. Ouch, this is too hard for me. I don't like this feeling. Visceral overwhelm, like a kick in the stomach. I don't like it. What can I do? Well, that's a default emotional reflex that consumes us into slavery, stuck in the box, slave. But the neuro-linguistic programming marks the moment of that stuck spot. And we begin, as, as Dr. Leonard has suggested, that unpacking these uncomfortable internal conflicts usually leads to understanding insight and awareness. And I'm claiming that it leads to an understanding insight and awareness of emotional anatomy and the value of visceral emotion versus visceral gratitude. For the gratitude pathway is real. This is not and intelligence, it is built into the organism, available to us by our own free choice. And that we can begin identifying that gratitude pathway. In fact, we are investing in the confidence, which is the foundation of emotional anatomy. Confidence rather than control the confidence that I am able to return heart home and see this picture again. You see, the idea of regulating emotion suggests that what? I am going to master the brain? I am going to conquer the brain? Rather than freely choose an effective navigation of the brain. And this, I understand that I'm going to be bucking up against a lot of literature here, and I'm going to do my best to learn as much as I can and speak to it accurately. But the idea here is that there, it's like an understanding of how the mind works rather than thinking of this as an emotional regulation, as though somehow I'm supposed to regulate these emotions rather than choose wisely to no longer go down that pathway of trying to regulate emotion, I choose wisely now to recognize my desire for control and adventure into freedom to choose. 
And this is very valuable that Dr. Leonard is pointing out, that emotional regulation does not mean that a person feels in control, but that they are recognizing and articulating feeling states because it is by familiarity with default emotional reflexes that I'm then able to say a simple no. I don't want to go into that emotion any longer. This is not emotional intelligence. This is freedom versus slavery. And we need to uh, state this clearly, for we are a matriarchal species teaching each other about freedom versus slavery and assisting one another in identifying our heart's home, our resting spot inside the depth of our being, designed that way on purpose to impress you so that you won't imagine yourself to be developing emotional regulation. Rather, what you are doing is acquiring a confidence that is navigating the ocean of emotion on purpose to make the world a better place because you're here, personally significant to the future of the world, understanding that we all get pissed off, but understanding also that our challenge is to help each other navigate back to a place where this lens of awe and wonder is available to us so that we can make an intelligent free choice and help others understand as well. Personally significant to the future of the world.